right now, I don't care who you are, you're lying. He was not talking about black people. He was talking about make America white again. But when you put us together and let us everybody do what they're strong at, we will be a great nation. Let the Chinese do what they're strong at. Let the Japanese do what they're strong at. And we will be a great nation. That would make America great. Well, let me, let me, let me, I guess, clarify when I say no. When I say no, I'm not speaking in terms of color, black, white, yellow, right? I'm speaking in terms of commonalities, right? Let's go back. Original men, original, we were what you call hunter-gatherers, right? Which means we, we, we worked as a unit. Certain groups worked as a unit. They hunted, they gathered their food, and that group hunted together, gathered together. Other groups hunted together, gathered together. So when you talking about can we all, were we all meant to be together? No. Some of us have different ways of living. So therefore, okay, well, wait a minute, Nick, Nick, hold on, hold on. Now, let me yeah, I'm not talking about color. Wait a minute, but let me, let me make that. What do you base that on? Base what on history? What, what do you base on when you say no? What do you base that on? Help me understand what you're saying. What do you mean? When, when, okay, uh, you say, when you say, when you ask, can we live together, you say no. Oh, I'm basing that off of history. I'm basing that off of how, how we have as people throughout history live, right? Certain groups, you don't like, let's say, okay, we'll use the South and the North, right? Southern people live one way, Northern people live another way. That, I mean, can we get along together? Yes, but if I go into what the South do, I have to give up what I do, how I live in the North. So therefore, it's just if I'm clear, that doesn't, we don't belong together. Somebody has to give up something in order for everybody to be together. So if God placed me in this area and placed you in this area, if I'm placed in Africa, you're placed in Europe. In order for me to be with you, I have to give up what you said. I'm trying to clarify okay, this. Again, I'm asking you, what do you place on that God placed you here? I mean, what do you base that on? Well, it, it, that, that's in the scriptures, right? Was not the Canaan in, in Africa? Well, actually, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, that's, that's, that's pure scripture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Scripture talks about the year. I mean, most, I mean, even after the, the Noah's Ark, his sons left, right? Right, his sons mm -hmm. left. They were together. They were in different areas. But God, but God didn't place them there. They went and chose the place. Well, who sent them? God, didn't he? No, God didn't send them. They left. Oh, I mean, well, I'll tell you what. You know, uh, after the Tower of Babel, they left. Okay, everybody uh -huh. went separate places, right? And so when they went separate places, then the ones that spoke the the, the common language, those the ones that dwelled together. Okay, and then they developed separate customs, and then some of the genes might might, might begin to change, and Chinese eyes start slanting. And so it's various beliefs as to how this happened. Right. So I, I don't want, okay, well I'm glad you I'm glad you went there. I didn't I was trying to keep I didn't want to go that, that <laughs> <far>. <laughs> okay. 
Well, gentlemen, that sounds like a good place to take a break with what we got going on. So, ladies and gentlemen, this conversation is definitely not over. It is actually just beginning. And so I'm going to ask that you stick around. And as the television would show up on the screen to be continued. We are back. So, you know, of course, you know, I have been given the task of asking questions and everything. And I think, like I said earlier, there are so many um, facets that we could talk about. And as, as we started talking out um, this conversation, we talked about what happened at the Capitol and how things have played themselves out. And we have hit a lot of areas. And so here's my question um, that, that I think that helps this particular segment get, get off the ground or let's try to nail it down or at least have dialogue about it. Y'all know how I do it. So what is the sin or evil of America? <laughs> oh, well, well, uh, I, you know, I've been saying for a while, I'll say it before Joe Biden said it, but I said it different. I'll say the soul of America is dirty. I've been saying that. I said it before Trump came into office. The soul of America is dirty. Uh, yeah, you know, most people that call themselves Democrats, they not for abortion. They're not for a same-sex marriage. They don't bother people who choose to go that route, but we can't support it. And for them to uh, uh, make it seem like that white evangelicals are the only ones that's against that, make it seem like everybody else that calls themselves Christians are for it, and that's not true. Um, but America has a problem um, because we have, every man is doing what's right in his own eyes. And we see in the Bible what happened there, it was just chaos. When every man do what's right in his own eyes, then they say, who's to say I'm wrong? The people that attacked the, that, uh, 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 attack the Capitol, like you said, they thought they were right. Some of the police went on record as saying that they thought that they were supposed to be on their side. They saying, you know, we're not against you. You ought to be on our side. You know, so they thought the police was just going to let them walk in there. So that right there shows you the mentality and it shows you that there is a, I don't want to get very biblical, but let me say there is a deep sin problem, but it's deeper than sin. Let me say it like this. It is iniquity. Iniquity is that deep sin that you know is there and you have guilt about it, but you continue to do it. Nobody may see it. You may say, oh, I love you. But deep down inside, you can't stand them. You want to invite them to your house. And let me say this to people, and I'm going to shut up after this. We are uh, help raising a white individual, a white guy, a, a white, white kid. Uh, my best friend was white. And uh, he died back in 2000 and 2017. And he asked me and my wife if we would raise his son. And some things happen, we end up getting them, and now he's with us. So I'm not racist at all, but I'm not blind to what's going on in America either. I think one. I, I think one of the things we think. I, I, I think one. 
I think one of the things that we should be, and guys, you can you can chime in on this if you want. Uh, we would be, personally, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge, regardless of how it happened, but the regard um, of, of the deaths that happened um, at, at the Capitol. Um, I think really uh, we probably should have said that at the top of the of, of that. But I mean, you're talking about um, two men um, who were uh, protesters and then two women who were protesters and then a police officer. And so I, I just out of the sheer uh, humanity of acknowledging the loss uh, under such uh, Surrection. Uh, I, I think to, for me, I need to acknowledge that. Um, now, I'm, I'm totally in, not in agreement with what happened um, in the case of why um, the, the riots and the loot, uh, uh, it's not the looting, but the rioting and the destruction of, of the property. And, but um, I, I think just as, as, as humanity, I think we do need to acknowledge those persons who've lost their lives uh, in this process. Um, even if, at, and I guess here's my question then behind that, is even if knowing the violence that took place, are we supposed to acknowledge the loss of life? Yeah, I think it's only the, the, the humane thing to do um, because no matter what situation, the loss of life is, it affects everyone. Whether in agreement or disagreement, the loss of life affects everyone. Uh, so I don't find anything wrong with acknowledging that point. You know, we're we're not here to try to we're in disagreement with what they did, but no one should have lost their life in, in, in the process of it, right? But on the other hand, when you do something that drastic, the loss of life should be expected, right? And I say that being you stormed the Capitol. Now, it should have been, according to rules and regulations, a lot more lives lost, right? But that's how we know that the majority of this thing was planned. We already know that it was mentioned, what did it say, uh, over 100,000 times on the internet, they was coming to storm the Capitol. So, you know, let's just say, thank goodness, you know, it wasn't a lot more lives lost. Well, the perception of the argument, though, Nick, the perception of the argument is if that would have been black or brown people, the, the, the total number of people who would have been killed, um, you know, within the black and brown community, we always say the number would have been higher. Well, and it would not have been higher. Well, here's the thing. The number of, would have been higher, not based on two of those individuals, especially the two gentlemen who died of a heart attack and a stroke, but um, it would have been, as the young lady um, you know, it could have been due to gunshot or, you know. Wait a minute, really, can I say this? Yes, and sir. And I guarantee you, all of them would have been on the outside of the Capitol. They wouldn't have been inside. Exactly. Hey, outside the barrier. Outside the barrier. Like that black woman they shot in the car. Yeah, yeah. Who, who had a seat, whatever she was going on, you get shot outside the barrier, bro. Let's go, let's go back. Let's go back six months. <laughs> you know, we got to go back years, 1800s. Let's go back six months. When, when the people was, uh, 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 you know, what they call the BLM riots or, uh, or the BLM protests, whatever you call it, they had barricades. They had uh, they had the, the, the troops out front. You know what I'm saying? 
What what one guy said he went he went he had a he went to pray on the Capitol. They wouldn't allow him to do it. You know, he said he had on a suit. Well, he just wanted to go pray for the nation of the Capitol. They're like, nah, not here, bro. You ain't doing this one. Not, not here. So you said, would it be different? Yes, it'd have been different. <laughs> they had helicopters flying. Now, if, matter of fact, let's take if us, if us for said we was going to protest or going going to storm the Capitol, it'd have been Nick, you military man. Helicopters probably sprayed before he got a chance to get on the steps. Well, Greg, so, honestly, I'm, I'm just saying that would it be different if we would have been on the internet and mentioned storming the capital, capital, a hundred thousand times or ten thousand, how many times it was mentioned on the web? We it would we have been arrested in our homes. It would have never even gotten that far. We they already got this thing that they passed called black extremists. Um, that they have that where they mark. If you say black, people say they call you a black extremist now. So mm -hmm. we're known as black extremists. So we have never even gotten this far with it being even put together like this. You see what I'm saying? You know, yes. it's it's so that's why I, I, I you know we say that, but we already know, man. And that's another stress that they apply to black people. If you know, you know what black people, we already know what it is. So. Okay, bottom line is this. Bottom line is this. Look, white folk don't act like niggas when they when they get together. You know what I'm saying? They don't act like that. So that, that's why we could allow them to come close. You know, we can't let them niggas, and I'm saying it because that's how they say it. They look at us. They they can't let them niggas because they they go get unruly. Black folk, white folk know how to control themselves. That was their thought process. You know, those who weren't involved in it. But that's their thought process. Well, you know what? They can control this. The worst self. nightmare is, you know what their greatest fear is? That get back. That we of course. That's, 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 that's America's greatest fear. If you go back and study history from, from slavery, the, old, the, the masters were, he couldn't even sleep at night worrying about the slaves cutting his throat at night. Yeah. America's yeah. greatest fear is that get back, right? I agree. So that, 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 like I we, we cut through the chase. That's that's their greatest fear. But, they, but see, look, they ain't even taking a chance that we even get close to them like that. But but what they're afraid of, Nick, they, they, they what what they're afraid of is it, what they're afraid of is not naturally within us. No, now, we're not. We're not. Uh, we're not. That, we're not that, that's that's not us natural. Now, 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 as Tupac said, like we ain't no killers, but don't push us. But that ain't that ain't our natural. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, we're the type of people we'll go to war to have peace. Literally, right. yeah, we'll go to war to have peace where other people go to war and just keep warring. Yeah, well, see, I'll tell war. you uh, uh, another mistake I, I believe is they believe that they are afraid of losing their status and you know them not being the dominant race and all this stuff here. And they got this misconception that we want what they have. No, we don't. No, we want no, our own. We don't, well, you keep what you got. Yeah, all that. But don't hinder me from getting what I want to get and don't put laws in place that will hinder me because y'all know this. Every time something positive has happened in America to help blacks, they always come up with some kind of law that will help curtail or whatever advancement black people would make. That's why I say, after Barack Obama became president, why would they go to the extreme and get somebody like Donald Trump, because he was on. He was polar opposite of Obama. Obama was a good speaker, 
Trump was a disaster when you listen to him. <laughs> Obama was an intelligent man. He knew smart. He knew about the Constitution. Trump probably had never read the Constitution. They need to. You're a white man. You know, and so so the thing is that they went polar opposite, and it's simply because of fear. They are afraid now, thinking we're gonna come or the Hispanics will come and take their place. We don't want your place, but my God, this is America. Y'all came seeking freedom, and that's what people come seeking freedom. Now y'all come, we didn't come over on the boat. Y'all bought us over on the boat. But my God, now that now that we are free, let us be free, just like the man said in the movie uh, Amistad. You know, give us free. You know, that's yeah. what give us free. That's all we say. Now, mm. and don't be surprised if they don't come up with some laws from this. What they did, they'll come up with some laws that affect us when we go to protest again. Don't be surprised if you don't see a law come up. They did it, but they'll come up with a law against us. It, 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 it'd be the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, go ahead. So, so, so let me let me push this since uh, Warren brought it up. You know, um, you know, the the, the inscription on the um, <laughs> the inscription on the Statue of Liberty says, "Give me your tired, your poor, your humble, your masses yearning to breathe free." We didn't get that opportunity. Nope. You have got the last part of that's written down real small. Oh, if if you're white. <laughs> Wait a minute, bro. Do we know what the Statue of Liberty was for? Yeah. <laughs> the Statue of Liberty was given to America to From, represent the right. slaves, the freedom of the slave. It was they given put, to America. Like, they don't even show you the chains. The chains are at the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. Now you have to go down in the bottom to see it. Yeah. The actual chains of the slave. They put that on there when they started bringing Europeans over here. Mm -hmm. That had nothing to do with them. That was for, I can't remember the guy named that created the Statue of Liberty, but he sent that to America. That supposed to represent true freedom. freedom oh, of the was, it, was it in a gift? A, a gift, gift. Yes. It was a gift. Was it from France? But they took France. the chains off and put it down at the bottom where you can't see it. Because that was, it wasn't, it wasn't a torch, it was chains. The original one. It wasn't a torch, it was a chain. Man, I'm gonna look that one up. Yeah, I didn't know that. Statue the original, what they did, America switched it. They switched it again. Cause remember now, blacks, slaves, Africans outnumbered the Europeans at one point. So what they started doing, they started, remember, up until the, the Immigration Act of 1966, I think it was, only 1% of blacks here was formed. Blacks couldn't come here. If you was this color, you could not come to America. It was only white Europeans. That's how they built their numbers up. That's a whole long story in there, but that went for us, bro. So so then we've been tired. We was already here. So then the sim so, uh, let, let me let me throw this one out. So symbols. Uh, when we look at different people who have um Associated themselves with symbols. What? How do? How do we look at that? I mean. Well, I'm. I, I'm gonna tell you something definitely, and I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I tell you what. Well, what I saw the other day. Remember calling a um 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 a cabinet. He knelt, and they had a fit about that. And then other players followed him, and they knelt as well during the uh, band during the national anthem. 
I saw a guy the other day, okay, and they say, you're disrespecting the flag, is what they said, when you're kneeling. I saw a guy the other day had an American flag beating the police with it. Come on now. He beat the policeman with the American flag. He had the stick and had American flag and beat the policeman. <laughs> Come on, we keep it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm talking about red, confused. Wake red up. for the blood, baby. Red is for the blood. <laughs> <laughs> so you talking about symbols? Listen, you know, we believe in symbols, man, as long as, you know, I'll tell you what, if we say it means something, let it mean that to everybody. Not just when when it's convenient, you know, to you. Black people have gone to war. They fought in, in, in various wars for this country. You know, for that American flag. And because Colin Kaepernick built, I mean, knelt, knelt to, uh, you know, bring attention to, you know, racism, uh, the brutality of the policemen and the uh, systemic racism in America, they said that he was disrespecting the flag. Well, what do the scriptures talk about, Brother Warren, when it talks about um, in the commandments of graven images and stuff like that? I mean, yes. can you speak to that a little bit? Well, it said, the Lord said, thou should not have no graven image, or he talking about, or, or any such thing, you know, in, 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 in the uh, earth or before him, you know, uh, uh, but he was talking about as a representation of him. Now, they say, well, that flag is not meant to be a representation of God. But let me tell you where we get off right there. In the book of Ezekiel, the, the Lord said to the prophet when the men of Israel came to him seeking, you know, uh, uh, seeking uh, uh, information, you know, about a certain issue. Uh, the Lord told Ezekiel, should these men come to me? Uh, seeking, you know, seeking, I'm paraphrasing, seeking information, saying that they have set up their idols in their hearts. So we can have that flag in our hearts as an idol. It's an idol. It has become an idol. We love the flag more than we love God. Wake up, America. We love the flag more than we love God. And also, I would say symbols speaks to certain, depend, it depends on what the symbol is. It's, it, it's, a, it's also a written language. So a symbol speaks to a certain group. I, might, I may not understand, I may not know your symbol. So symbols are used as a hidden language. So if that, you know, if, I, I'm just adding that to your question as, as what symbols mean is some people use it as a hidden language. And that's how they communicate with each other. Well, okay, let me, let me ask you this. Well, y'all, so let me start, Greg. Let me, let me tell you this. When the cat walked through the, uh, through the Capitol with that big uh, Confederate flag. You going where I'm going, yeah. What did y'all think about that? Well, he, see, I didn't think nothing about it because the rebels already been in the Capitol. I didn't care about the flag. But what he, what he was portraying was he was sending a message to his people, like, we here now. We back. We going to plant our flag here. That was a message to his people. I saw it. I knew what he was doing. But let, let, I'm gonna say this about that. You you go you you, you went back a while ago about that 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 Confederate flag. Man. But let's 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 get some history on, on this flag, man. The, the Confederacy, that flag that they carry now, they 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 didn't accept that as their flag. If you look up the first Confederate flag, 
it, it, it the first one had uh, uh stars and it almost looked like the American flag. Yeah, yeah. it was similar to the American uh, flag. But with, with the with the round with the round stars. Then then they accept that with the stars and bars, what they got now, but it was in the corner with a white flag. Then they got another one with the stars and bars. Now it was in the corner, but it's a white and red flag. Now, when when these people, when you say symbols, they don't even know what they carry. Most of them don't know. Well, some of them know. A lot of them going around and say when, what, what they have on their heritage is not hate. That's hate. Because if you didn't understand where that where that flag came from, that the total stars and bars, it came from over in Germany when 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 the, when the skinheads and the neo Nazis couldn't, couldn't do the swastikas because it was illegal. They chose that, and that's all they had. That wasn't the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag, like I said, that was in the that was in the corner, like like I like I like I, uh like American flag is with with the, with the, with, the, with the stars. I think that that's, was a that's how that, that was. was. Virginia, I think that was a Virginia no, battle flag. No, 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 I'm talking about, but but also, but I'm saying, if you look up Confederate flags, it, it'll tell you exactly what. Oh they yeah, had. no, it wasn't the original Confederate. I'm no, talking about no, no, you're, right, you're right. But but what they end up doing, like I said, when and what what made that popular now was the neo Nazis and the skinheads. They chose that. Yeah. They chose that to be they symbol. And so now with America, as we always do, being lazy and not knowing what we, you know, we go with the flow. So now that they they chose that as saying heritage, not hate. So when I seen that, I, I knew exactly what it was. My question I asked, I got asked one of my one of one of the friends, a white friend of mine asked me a long time, how could that how could your heritage not be hate? How do you separate the two, bro? Like you didn't explain, you couldn't explain. Like my forefathers, this yeah, and your five forefathers what? Heritage is hate. Your heritage is hate. Like it, it they, you can't. They try to separate the two. That's their argument. It, and they'll 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 die by it. They'll die by it. You can't. Tell, they but right. they'll they'll die by it. But but it, 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 here's the only only thing, man. How and this is this how you know that America, you know, we, they try to say it was the South that was racist, but this whole country was racist because how do you let people that lose determine the rules after they lost? If you follow what I'm saying, yeah. so they made they made the rules to make sure the South was taken care of after they lost. And in fact, the problem is right now those people that walk around with those they can't. They can't accept the fact that they lost. Hey, here's the question. Who, who, no, we, we'll have a Super Bowl. We'll have a Super Bowl in, in, in next month, right? So whoever wins the Super Bowl, what does it look like us giving them giving the loser the biggest trophy? Did the South really lose? That, 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 that's the point. That's the point I'm saying. They, they lost the battle, but they won the war. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? That's, that's my point. They lost the battle, but they won the war because nothing changed. They, they gave them they gave the reparations, they put in laws to make things work yep. for them. So All the slave owners got reparations. They got, got reparations, back. right. They got everything back plus, plus. more. So okay, there you go. Go ahead. Yeah. Just, well, which which speaks to and see, I very much, you know, despise this that we were property. How is a man or woman or child? Consider property. I mean, I have a dog. That's my property. Everybody know that's my dog. 
If they see him on next boat, they know that's my dog. But how you gonna call another man or woman your property? Come on, man. That show you how deprived the, the human mind can get to where you think you can own another individual. I don't care where you are in America, I mean, or in the world, if you think you can own another individual, if you put a, a, a lion in a, 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 a cage, a lion that's used to being out in the wild, doing what lions do, and you put that lion in a cage, that lion gonna try to get out of there. He wanna be out of there. Now, it, there's not a man or woman in the world that wants to be in captivity, not a one. They gonna mm -hmm. always try to find ways to get out. So what make you think, what make you have the unmitigated gall to think that you can call another human being your property? And that is where we, and that is where we need to bring this segment of conversation at the voice of Brother Warren again, man, it is very rich. But we need to come back with one more segment, I think, that will close this whole thing out. And so uh, stick around, we'll be right back. And we are back. And so, fellas, I, I think here's the, here's the thing that I want to ask the question, and, 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 and it's me adding humor. I'm hoping it's humor into the process. My, my question is, we, we talked about the different people who were at the Capitol and walking around, and we talked about very early um, on in the conversation, the different people who prophesied it, um, that, you know, the president, uh, setting president would uh, have a second term. My question is, in a, hum in a, in a humorous manner, is uh, how is it that the Simpsons have <laughs> prophesied some of the things that has happened in our society? And I speak from that, from the particular gentleman who was standing there in the Capitol with the horns and the tattoos and all of that. And yet, and still, if you look at the Simpsons, there is a young man standing there in the cartoon with the same pretty much outfit. So have we, have we fallen to allowing cartoons to, to uh, set the pace of who we are and what we have uh, become in America? And how do we get to a place um, that that how do we get to to another place? I, I guess that's what. Let, we let, let me say this first of all. I don't think cartoon could have prophesied predicted that. Let me tell you what I think is happening. There are demonic forces at work. That's not God. Somebody, oh, that's God. No, it wasn't. Demonic forces at work in America, and America is becoming more demonic because we have put God on the back burner. And so we, now we're seeing more demonic activity. That stuff that happened at the Capitol, demonic. We haven't seen that in our time and our day, but we're seeing more demonic activity now. And I would say, hey, a lot of it is maybe scripted. Could be scripted. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't have, one said demonic, I can't argue that. Well, I mean, any television show, but, it, pretty much with somebody writing some, it and oh, somebody's oh, doing it. That's a script to me. Who was? Sounds like a script to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> somebody's writing it. Yeah. Somebody's who's doing who's it. Who's over? Who's over? And action. But <laughs> what I'm saying, how did you? How did? How could they have said this oh, guy? What? I got this, guy, this guy's gonna get past the guards and everything. He's gonna be in the hey, game. <laughs> we on set. <laughs> And action, get on your cue. <laughs> X marks the spot. What, 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 what was that name that, 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 that's over the Simpsons? 
Maybe he knows America better than America knows this. Shit. <laughs> hey, there's this thing. You know what I'm saying? Look, man. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But my, my daughter told me that this morning. But my that, my daughter told me that Simpson had that leader getting shot. Hey, look at him. Look. Y'all see this book? It's called Propaganda Written by Edward Bernays. It was written in. Woo! Hold on. The 30s, wasn't it? Yeah. It was written in 1928. Okay. Propaganda. Real thin, eh, 168 pages. Read it. And action. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> uh, I, like I said, man, listen, one, one thing we, we were talking about, and go back early, you know, saying, America have identity crisis. One thing I thought about this week, like I said, this, 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 none of that stuff happened that surprised black folk. Black folk know America better than than, than, than the white folks know America. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe the system can't know America better than, than America knows itself. Hey, what we, what old folks used to say, man? You still got no white folk no, my grandparents it's got, it's got no white folk business. It, 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 you know, this this country is what it is, man. You know, and and we we know who they are. They just don't know who they are. But, but, but listen, we all were raised similar. I was talking to my, I'm talking to James about this, and I said we came up and we were certain things we just didn't do. Cause mama. Right. Mama would, mama would whoop your hip back then. Repercussion and consequences. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't considered abuse. It, it was considered chastisement. The government didn't get in your house back then. But uh, we wouldn't have dared oh, to even get close. Matter of fact, we wouldn't have even thought to go stand in the face of a, a, of a policeman at the Capitol building and in his face and call him that. We wouldn't have dared done that. Well, well, because our mamas taught us differently. Our home training continued to stay with us. And y'all know, I'm pretty, pretty sure I'm not the only one. I can still hear my mama's voice in my head when I get ready to do certain things. Certain but, but, things I just don't do because my mama taught me different. So in other words, my point is, how you go to the Capitol and not hear your mama's voice or hear your daddy's voice, how you do that? ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、ブルーベリーはい、
Right. We already know that. That that's been ingrained in us. Yeah, Nick say like Nick say, they heard it. You got a right. Yeah. You yeah. you have a right to go and take take back what's what's yours. Listen, these folks been told, these folks been told for the last, I, I know, I'm, I'm gonna say decade, 10 years, that uh uh maybe longer than that. Let, let's go maybe longer than that. O Obama was illegitimate, right? He he wasn't even born in this country, right? So you got you got uh, he stayed at number eight. You got Hillary that 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 kill babies and do all kind of stuff. So she 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 uh she almost made it. So we finally got Trump in. He's the savior. Now you're stealing it. Trump done told them they stole it. Now you're moving him out of it. He was he's the great savior. So that's what that's what that's what's in their head, man. That's what they're hearing. That's what they were told, and, and they believe it. And you got they, they believe it because they want to believe it. And you got people talking about the browning of America, right? By 2050, I think it is. They talk about yes. so these people, they I guess they feeling some of the stress we felt over the years. Y'all might be gone <laughs> in, a couple, in a couple more decades. So that's stressful to them. Yeah. I mean, so you got people talking about the browning of America. So that's another thing they're fighting against. So when they say they want their country back, they're talking about that too. Well, you know, I was looking at CNN when it was going on. And Rick Centurion, you know, the one who ran for president several years ago, they interviewing him and in and, and which they always try to, and he got that, you know, Republican view and he get on my nerves a lot of time, but I listened to him. And, and he said this, he said they, you know, when this was going on, he said they feel like their country is being, they feel like their country is being taken away from them. I said, y'all need to get him off the show because he's, he's irritating me. Because when you say that, what what happened to ours? How when did it become theirs? Which, like you say, that's where they always thought. But that yeah. just manifested through him. He on CNN, and when all is going on now, talking about and still saying, you know, this is terrible. Blah, 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 blah. He gonna talk about uh, they feel like their country is been. They feel like the election was the election was stolen. How in the world? First of all, hold on, bro. Let me ask you this. How do you get all these uh, uh, states to act to 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 act together? What happened? And y'all, you all know this. And this is what happened. Trump was talking about a blue wave. No, what happened was the black wave. And, and, and I'm glad it happened like that because when he thought he had one, they hadn't counted the votes that came out of the black man. People who had who had mail theirs and who had voted by mail, they uh, a lot of states counted them last. That's why that's what they were uh, trying to get thrown out. Those votes talking about they were illegal. See, there again, they trying to uh, do away with the black vote. Any any person of color, let me say black person, for lack of a better term, <laughs> I don't like that word, but any black person who was not offended by that, you know. Come on, we need to wake up. They were trying to get the black vote thrown, thrown out. He had trouble, he had problem with the black vote. They told him this is what's gonna happen. You the, know? Yeah, the reality of it is, Warren, you're, you're right. I mean, when you talk about Rick Santorum, um, you know, what CNN has desired to do is they brought Rick Santorum in, and this is my opinion, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't sitting at the table of negotiation on that, but they brought Rick Santorum in from my point is to, um, add that extra voice from a Republican standpoint who has the ability to um, at least um, 
be willing to find a level of common ground, even though there's a level of separation that Rick would even, he would be able to at least acknowledge at some point that there was, um, there, there is some level of common ground. Um, your statement that you made is you said that he said that they um, said that they are stealing um, this country and from them, you know, that there are people who believe that this country is being stolen from them. And when, you know, you know, the reality of it is, is, um, you know, you know, you, for me personally, I find myself not just looking at um, the CNNs, but I look at, you know, Fox News and I look at MSNBC and I look at all of them for the simple fact is I really want to be able to um, analyze the, the psychology and the, the philosophy that the individuals are speaking of. Now, again, I am, uh, I am sound in my um, stance, but again, I have to also be aware of what we are, um, what's happening on the other side. And, you know, it, it is, it is without, without, um, uh, the, what is it that Warren, um, not real Warren, but um, Nick, um, the art of war with uh, yeah. some truth, some truth says you have to know your enemy. And we, we've said it this, we've said this on multiple occasions. They have studied us, but we have refused to study them and not so much as them as the, that, that, but see, um, one of the things that, um, uh, I, I call it my distant mentors. I've never met the gentleman, but I, I say mentor, um, is Miles Monroe. And one of the things that Miles Monroe said is, is you can never kill an idea. Once an idea is in the atmosphere, you can never kill the idea. The individual um, that brought the idea into light may die, but the idea will live on. And it, it is this place that we are sitting in right now that the idea of that someone is stealing their country, the idea that someone stole the election. And think about it, this has been happening for as long as we have been voting, Democratic, Republican, independents, and, and none of that. So when you have that understanding that nobody, uh, well, a lot of people within our society are going to see it different because of the way that they um, have been brought up culturally, the way that they have, um, they see their privilege or their um, ability to move forward in life. And so I think what we have to do, um, or I have to do, let me put it in that span. I think what I have to continue to do is be able to have conversation, knowing that there are some people that I may sit with that don't have my best interests at heart. There are some people who I will sit with who will have my best interests at heart. I guess we're, um, you know, and this is me just adding the, the closing, uh, my closing remarks to this process is that I guess where the, the issue that I have is when you bring in religion or Christianity into this process and you use it saying that um, God, I mean, there was one particular pastor who, who's on the internet who says that he, 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 his prayer was that God would curse those who stole the election and that sickness would fall upon them. That, that's, that's not scriptural. That's not, that's not, you know, that's not my God that I serve. And so when you bring in those kind of things, when you, you know, you're, you're Paula White, you're calling on the, the angels from Africa to, 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 to cause harm to voters, that, that's not, 
that's not the God I serve. And so, and then just the political, I mean, excuse me, not the political, but the, the health ramifications um, that we talked about, uh, we, that we read in the article, um, the, the bioethics of it. I mean, it's just that there are, there are just so many issues with that. And then the economics, I think there are so many things that um, we're missing out on that we could benefit from. And so uh, this conversation will never really end um, I think there, there, but there. I think it needs to be had in a mature manner, and I think that we need to get to the place where um, we can be able to sit around the table and and uh, what they say, agree to disagree. Yeah. So that that's my that's my take on it. Um, who else? Well, my my take on it, and I will say this: if you, Ronnie said, if they study us, we don't study them. One thing I've learned throughout my studies is that if you want to know which way America is going, you start at the academy. Everything they do, everything they, every movement they make, direction they go, they started in the academy. Um, the academy, which is institutions of edu higher education, higher learning. Uh, we need to start paying attention to what's coming out of those institutions, because those institutions set the premises of what is going to happen in America. Uh, it goes from the high learning institutions into the media. And from the media, of course, it goes out into the communities. Um, and if we're going to have enriched conversations and, and, and have uh, another strong movement, which you, we're on the cusp of now, I mean, some people might not want it, they're scared of it, but, you know, it's, it's, it's going to happen, uh, you know, because America always pushes things to the limit. It, it's, it's done it since it's, it's, it's beginning, it pushes everything to the limit. And sometimes we don't have a say-so in what's going to happen. It's either survive or not survive. So with that being said, there, you know, just, Pay attention to what's going on. And like you say, Ronnie, don't just watch CNN, watch Fox News. Listen to the BBC. Read political. Get a, a diverse perception of what you're hearing. You know what I'm saying? And that will help with our conversations. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say this. I think we... Um... As a, until we as a country, until we as a society, uh, not be so selfish. And, and I think that, that, that plays a part of it. To not think about what the, what the next man needs, what the next man wants, and not be all about myself. We talked about it, I think, on our last, uh, our last broadcast about, you know, where people feel that they have a right to do something. You know, and, and when you feel that your rights, you know, overpeas my rights. And that's where uh, this country is. And so when, when and, and because my right has been, uh, you feel that your right has been impeded, that you, you have the right to go do something about it. Whether that something hurts anyone else, it's just, it, that, that doesn't matter. And until, and until this country, it's the understanding that, you know, it's going to take all of us, you know, to 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 survive, to make it. Um, 
we're going to end up repeating what happens. It's going to continue to happen over and over again. Um, and 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 I agree with, with, with what you guys said about you know getting diverse um, perspectives from it. You, we just can't be closed in our one mind, and that's what causes that's what causes what happened. This you know last week when you have one one you're only getting your you, you know, your information from one source and that one source is just feeding you, you know, that, that one thing. So we have to be, you know, as people, you know, as a country, we have to, to learn to, as we said, that we love one another, man, and not, and not just think it's all about me and think about what, what we need from, from each other. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm... So that's 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 where we that's where we are right now, man. I think that's where we are as a country, and that's what we what, what we need to do from there. And I'm in I'm in I'm in agreement with you, man. It's it's you know we got you have to ask you know I, I'll say this in I think I've said it before, and I, I'm probably going to continue to say it as we move forward, we need to have a civil war within our own community as part of this learning study process. Because one of the other problems that we're having is you know, we have some of our own that's working against us. You know what Let me I mean? Say this. Let, me, uh, let me say this. Um, I was thinking about a song when I was young. I used to hear my mama play. Uh, it was an eight-track tape <laughs> by the Shylights. Oh, wow, boy, you went okay. You gonna And I remember a song on there. On there, they had on there. There will never be any peace until God is seated at the conference table. And uh, we're not talking about just any God. We're talking about Yahweh. Let's be more specific. Uh -huh. We're talking about Yahweh, the God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You take the principles, uh, the, the, the Christian principles, the principles that Jesus say govern his kingdom. If we take those principles and live by them, in other words, when we consider other people better than ourselves, or we love our neighbor as ourselves, truly love our neighbor as ourselves, that's the only way we can live together. When we start thinking that I'm better than someone else or we uh, get ours before you get yours, you know, and so we have to ask ourselves, are we able to live the way Jesus told us to live? And some people say, well, I don't believe in Jesus. That's fine. Let me tell you this. Just can what you believe uh, help create a society where we can all live together? You know, do your faith allow a society where we all live together, where we can, and the only way we do that is live in love, considering others uh, better than ourselves. How do we how do we get to love without? Okay, we're moving through a chaotic, and it's been chaotic since the inception, quote unquote, the inception of America, right? How do we get to love through this chaos? How do is 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 not and I, you know, and I'm using the term war 
Because wars fall in different facets. There's mental, physical, there's different types of wars. How do we get to love while we're treading through this chaos? We have to deal with this. We have to deal with this chaos before we get to love. Because you can go over here talking about love all you want. Chaos will come see you. Yeah, but Nick, but I'm going to tell you this. When we as Christians, when we preaching the gospel or teaching or talking to somebody about the gospel, we tell them, you don't, don't try to clean up yourself because it's not going to happen. Come to God as you are. Okay? There is no cleaning up. Right. Come as you come to the table as you are. And first, when we come as Christians, when we come to be Christians, we have to first acknowledge that what God says about us is right. We are sinners in need of salvation. So in America, we got to come to the table and acknowledge who we are. That's the only way we're going to be able to move forward. If we're black and we got issues, we need to come to the table and admit it. Yes, we got issues. White people need to come to the table and admit, yes, we have issues. That's the only way we're going to be able to begin to have a conversation. When, when, when you asked that question, Nick, the, the thing that popped in my head was truth, man. It's, it's just truth. We got to be truthful, like, like, like Juan just said. It's just truth. Whether it's true religion, true, true within ourselves, true where we at. It's got to be truth, and that's that's how we get the love, man. It just can't be no more of uh, me pretending or me trying to fool myself. And like I said, we, we we talked about looking at different perspectives. If I'm only gonna listen to myself, and when I and when I just listen to somebody that believe what I believe, I'm only listening to myself. You follow what I'm saying? So we, we gotta we gotta get to the truth of the matter. We just can't continue to, to think that what I think is right. What I think I gotta take different perspectives bring it all together and find out what's the truth of the matter in that. And that's how we're going to get to love. That's how we're going to get to advance. And if we don't do that, then we just keep spending our work and, and, and doing the same thing over and over again. And I, 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 I agree with both of you brothers. And I, I, I end with this one. I, this is my last statement on this. Love is the ultimate goal, correct? And we cannot get to love until we end white supremacy and racism. We must deal with we must deal with the task at hand, right? We we can't we gotta we gotta stop skipping over that fact. We must deal with what is our enemy, and that is white supremacy and racism, because white supremacy and racism is not going to let you go. You will have to force their hands from around our neck. And we have to figure out how to do that. Isn't that just listen? A bully don't stop bullying until you make him stop bullying you. It's, it's human nature. You punch him in the mouth. Now we have to figure out how we're going to get them off of our necks. You know, I heard somebody talking about, you know, why don't we go somewhere else? Go where? We don't have another country. We don't have another piece of land. We can't go back to Africa. We ain't got nothing in Africa. You can move to Africa, but you ain't gonna really own nothing. You ain't gonna have, you, you know what I'm saying? So we are going to have to face white supremacy and racism and replace it with a system of justice before we can sit and love. 
But can, I, can, I, can I say this right quick? I was just thinking, there is a collectiveness that has to come about, but I think initially it has to start in each individual group. We as black people, we got to realize we are who we are and what's happening is happening. We're gonna have to realize and speak with one voice. We don't need, see one thing about Dr. King and even Malcolm X, you know, uh, 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 we did have voices that we listened to. It wasn't a whole lot of people speaking. Right. You know I'm saying now we got a lot of people speaking and we don't know who to listen to for the most part. But mm -hmm. but, but but the whites need to also listen, but don't listen to uh, a Kiranon in some of these crackpots. Listen to somebody who is telling you the truth. Who's First, a Kiranon? Uh, I'm sorry. Huh? You said Kiranon? Yeah. Is that a word or a name? That's a name. Oh, who is that? I don't know what it is. That's what I was asking. Q. Q-Nah. Yeah, you, you, saw, you, you saw it at the Capitol. They had the Q. The Q-Nah. And the ones that say that uh, uh, that guy, when he went to Washington, thinking that in the basement they had children in there that they was, uh, you know, uh, uh, pedophiles and they had, they were sacrificing children and all this crazy oh, okay. stuff. So that, this is what they think about Democrats, you know. Democrats yeah. are molesters and, 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 and they, uh, uh, you know, uh, sacrifice children and things of this sort. And one cat, I listened to a video last night, he talking about mixing children's blood uh, with the sacrifices over in Israel. Crazy stuff going on. Don't listen to that. Oh, okay. okay. Listen, I didn't know what you're talking about. Mix. That's that goes to show you. I ain't listen to it. I ain't know what you're talking about. Yeah, see, it needs to be, we, we all need to first of all, take a step back, think about what is true. And I know you're going to have some with some wild ideas, but we're talking about for us, we need some leaders that will step up thinking rationally and say, listen, this is what we need to do. White folks, let's come to the table. Black folks, let's just come to the table, but we got to first work on ourselves and start speaking with the voice that everybody said, okay, this is who speaks for us, you know? And that's why I said we need to, and when I say a civil war amongst us, I don't mean us killing us, I mean a civil war for is who speaks which way we're going, the guidelines we're going to set. No, you can't speak. Okay, yes, you speak. You know what I'm saying? We have gotten to the point, especially with the social media, you know, it is way, if you would, and I tell my kids, you know, look, read a book. Some, there are some good things on YouTube, but a lot of that stuff is just, is, is just repetitive. You know what I'm saying? That people are repeating and they're misleading and they're making money off of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we have to have a civil war where everybody can, like you said, one, we talk about the scripture with the children of Israel. You can set your camp over on that side. But when everybody goes to the war, you come over here with us. Right. So you can go over there and do what you want to do, but when we blow the horn, meet us in the center. See, that's what we've gotten away from. Anybody, you could be individuals, you could be your own group, but when the 80, America's descendants of slaves, when the horn is blown, we come together, we defend what we stand for, what we what we are, and then once we defend that, we go back doing what we was doing. Yeah.
And I think that Nick, that that speaks to as we come to the to to a closeout here. I think that that really speaks to what you were saying earlier is um, the the collective. I think that that needs to be where we join as a collective of people on on one um, on a movement for for ourselves um, to move forward. But I do think that what one of the things that Brother Warren said is um, we need to sit with ourselves, but not just with ourselves. I think we need to sit with Yahshua. I think we need to sit with Yahweh. I think we need to sit with the Holy Spirit and sit with, 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 with that and allow our relationship with our divine God, our divine grace to impart into us that level of um a level of identity and who we truly are. I think a lot of us, we, we repeat what we've heard in church that the preacher says, but we really don't really have a strong foundational relationship with God himself, with the principles of God, with the commandments of God that puts us in a position to where when I come to the table to talk with you about being collective and about being um, a, a greater nation, about being a greater people that I have one, I am at peace within myself. If I am not at peace within myself, it is going to be very difficult for me to be at peace with you. And the only way we're going to find that peace is we have to sit with Yahshua and we have, we have to allow Yahweh's principles and his, and his, his, his ways of, of, of life to, to impart into us. He literally God literally blew the breath of life into us. And we have to, on a day-to-day -day basis, honor that process. Honor that, in other words, that I am not going to do anything that's going to hinder the breath that you breathe from the God that we serve. And that's the thing that I think that we need to get to in our society. And so when we, when we come together and do things, I think that's where we need to be. And so Brother Warren, it's on you, sir. Hey, um, hey, again, we want to reiterate that the views that, that were expressed by, by guests, by us, are, are, are our own. And um, anyone who appear on this, uh, on this podcast, uh, on this program, they, they, it does not imply that any endorsement of their views at all or any entity that they may represent. We just want to reiterate that. Let's fellas, let's close it out. Who want to close it out? Brother Greg? Um, I, th I think this 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 discussion, like you said, we, we talked about it, continue going, but I think we just have to, once again, as we said, examine ourselves and examine, you know, our community and to just try to advance, do what we need to do to advance this, this country, advance ourselves and, um, let us be a part of, uh, 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 be a part of the positive, not necessarily the negative that went on. Yeah. You cut them off. Great, get off my front porch, boy. <laughs>